Hey everybody, um, Alex Newman. This is Behind the Deep State, and we're doing an experiment today. We're doing it live. We just thought we would try something new and get some live feedback from you guys, maybe some questions if anybody's got any questions. So I'll be checking back and forth uh, the comments section. If you have any questions, I'd love to hear from you. Anything about what we're talking about or the deep state or anything that I might be able to answer, I will do my best. And uh, let me turn my volume down here so I don't hear myself with a delay. But uh, thank you guys for watching. Uh, thank you to all the regular viewers of Behind the Deep State and to new viewers. Well, welcome. Thank you very much. And this is a show where we try to explain what the deep state is up to, how we can stop them, what their latest tricks are. And boy, during this coronavirus, do we have a lot to talk about. Uh, all three of my last episodes have dealt with different angles of the deep state's response to the coronavirus. Uh, the first one we called uh, Wep Deep State is Weaponizing the Coronavirus. And we had... Uh, uh, fighting COVID-19 with tyranny and globalism, and we'll touch on all those things. And the, the last one, most recent one we did, was uh, how the Federal Reserve is looting America using COVID-19, the Chinese communist Chinese virus, as a pretext. And uh, boy, I hate to say I told you so, but it, I, I told you so, right? And uh, I guess anybody who follows the deep state would have realized that this is what they do, right? If they didn't create a crisis directly, um, they uh, they certainly exploit crises as they pop up, using them as a pretext to advance their agenda. And we're seeing that in flying colors this time around. So I want to start with some of the latest news. Uh, you know, just over the last couple of days, we just got out of uh, Resurrection Sunday was yesterday. And all over the country, you had government agents terrorizing uh, Easter worshipers, as, as uh, Hillary called us uh, last year when we were bombed. Uh, in our churches in Sri Lanka, right? We're Easter worshipers. Of course, I, I don't worship uh, Easter, and I'm pretty sure most Christians don't either, but uh, it is what it is anyway. But what we saw in America uh, really is, is a hallmark of what we see in totalitarian societies, right? You have the government now telling the church, uh, you will meet when we say, if we give you permission, and if we don't give you permission, uh, you'll be in big trouble. We will arrest your pastor. We will arrest you. So in Mississippi, we had uh, government agents going around, even to drive-in churches. And you know, full disclosure, I went to a drive-in church uh, on Resurrection Sunday, and it was a phenomenal service. Uh, just really, really great preaching. Uh, great to the, at least kind of get together with other people. Yeah, we were all in our own cars, and you know, couldn't talk much or interact much, couldn't fellowship much. Apparently, they, they even told us no fellowshipping with a big smile on their face. But uh, we, we had a lot of fun. It was, it was better than the alternative, which was, you know, at-home online services. But yesterday, all across America, we had government gone wild, right? At the behest of the deep state, you had governors sending police after churches and after church services. So in Mississippi, they showed up and started writing citations to, uh, to parishioners, $500 for showing up to a church service. Uh, in Kentucky, apparently the far left governor up there who unseated a very good guy, uh, Matt Bevin, the deep state could not tolerate Bevin anymore. So they got rid of him and put in a far left governor. And he sent uh, police around to churches to photograph people's license plates to see uh, who was violating their social distancing orders. Uh, in Florida, we had a very prominent pastor in the Tampa area with the River Church. Uh, he was arrested by law enforcement for continuing to hold church services during this coronavirus. And, uh, you know, to his credit, the governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, did say church is essential. Uh, and I would agree, church is pretty essential, right? I, I don't know who the government thinks it is to tell us what is and what is not essential. But I guess during uh, panic time, uh, governors and, and 
government officials can get away with a whole lot more. But so you had, even in Virginia also, I, I shouldn't say even in Virginia, the, the far left uh, pro-abortion, pro Birth, post-birth abortion governor, uh, the guy, what was the name, the guy with the black face, uh, Northam, uh, who apparently it's it's not racist when Democrats do it, but everybody else is not allowed to do that. So uh, he actually had uh, some of his agents send, uh, a, uh, they served a pastor up there with uh, criminal violations for having church service. Apparently the church could seat a few hundred people and they had 16 people, which was six more than uh, the allowable number that the government has decreed. And so they're now threatening this pastor with prosecution. Uh, absolutely insane, right? It, over 250 years, nobody in America ever would have dreamed that we would see the day when the deep state could tell our governors and our local governments to tell our churches that we couldn't meet. And I think they have this backwards. You know, there, there's so much biblical ignorance in America today that people forget kind of what the Bible says about things and what the Constitution says about these things. There's a lot of constitutional ignorance as well. If we had any biblical literacy, we'd recognize that, you know, the government has its role. God created civil government, just like God created church and just just like God created the family, uh, and those are not supposed to intrude on each other's jurisdiction. The government saying that churches must do this or must do that, uh, I mean, that's as ridiculous as the government telling children that they don't have to obey their parents anymore, right? Uh, and of course, that's happening. We know that if you've been following um, our work at the New American on education, you know that that's one of the many, many terrible and false things they're teaching children, that they don't have to obey their parents anymore. But um, the government has its sphere of authority. They're supposed to be punishing evil and protecting the good. Instead, uh, the government has usurped these new authorities where they now think they get to tell our churches if and when we get to meet. Uh, this is completely unacceptable, and this precedent needs to be quashed now uh, before you know the next time this comes around. They say, oh, well, in 2020, there was a coronavirus, and we shut down all the churches, and you guys didn't say anything, so why can't we shut them down now, right? Uh, that should not be an option, right? Um, the body of Christ, the, all of our religious... Uh, congregations need to have the freedom uh, to get together if we'd like to. And, you know, if, if the elders of a church decide that, hey, maybe we don't need a church service today, maybe we're worried about older people in the congregation, maybe we're worried about a pandemic, then, you know, that's totally within the, the purview of the, uh, the leadership of a church. But that is not within the purview of government any more than it's the role of government to tell us what we feed our children or, or how we raise our children or how we discipline our children or how we educate our children. Right? That's not a proper function of government. And under our constitutional system of government, uh, really, government should not have these kinds of authorities. Right? At, at the federal level, of course, we have the First Amendment, which says Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion. And naturally, that means they don't get to this. And, and of course, we have freedom of assembly in that same uh, First Amendment, right? The government doesn't get to tell us how and when we get to meet and, and what we get to say and things like that. And that very much applies to church. Uh, and most of our state constitutions have similar protections as well, right? The government should not be deciding if and when we get together with our churches. So that's uh, one of the many things that I'm very, very concerned about as far as this deep state response goes. I'm going to check some of the comments and see if we have um, any questions here so far. And a lot of good comments. Uh, thank you guys, and God bless you all for watching. Uh, from North Carolina, thank you, North Carolina. Um, yeah, really, so much for ch separation of church and state. <laughs> exactly. Uh, God is not allowed in the government houses, but government is allowed in God's house. I couldn't agree with you more, Diane. You're exactly right. This is completely unacceptable, and that is what is going on now. And we have got to, to turn the tide on that. And, uh, oh, Fox Valley Liberty says, then the key, oh, so this is from Daniel. Um, oh, where did it go? No, there was a beautiful Bible verse there from Daniel. 
um, and it uh, seems to have disappeared, which is too bad, but there was a great comment there. And uh, COVID-19 will never go away, says Derek. Well, this, this is really unprecedented times, guys, and we need to be extra careful with our liberties because if we're not careful with our liberties, we're going to lose them all. So I want to read you some of the other uh, headlines that we have coming now from uh, thenewamerican.com, where we really, one of the things we specialize in is monitoring the deep state and what they're up to. Uh, we have some great articles by uh, Dennis Bernhardt, uh, who's been covering coronavirus. And by the way, guys, uh, I, I should say before we get into any of the latest news on the deep state, uh, we just put together a, a special report in the New American magazine about coronavirus. It's And we're actually making it available for free. Even if you're not a subscriber, you can get a PDF version of this for free. Uh, if you're a subscriber, of course, you'll be getting yours in the mail very soon if you haven't got it already. Uh, if you're not, you can go to thenewamerican.com and you can get that for free. All kinds of information about the virus, about what's going on with the virus, about the deep state's response to it. Uh, one of my articles in there was about how the deep state is using the coronavirus to uh, wage war on economic freedom. So I hope you'll get that. Uh, you'll get a better understanding of what the deep state is up to uh, with this coronavirus. And um, Oh, we see someone says, stop trying to be clever, do the right thing and stay at home. Um, yeah, if you think you ought to stay at home, Andre, you, you ought to stay at home. I, I couldn't agree more with you. But, uh, you know, the government is not God. The government should not be telling people uh, that they must stay at home and that they must shut down the economy. And actually, there's a very, very good, um, excellent article today by Dennis Barenhardt. It was just published at The New American. And I hope people will go and read it. Let me see if I can pull it up here. Um, it's about the fact that people are going to starve if Freedom is not restored soon. And I think this is one of the things that a lot of people don't understand, right? Oh, the government's going to print us stimulus checks and, and then everything's going to be okay. No, 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 no. See, we're getting this backwards. Uh, the government doesn't have a money tree. And unless and until the productive sector of the economy, which very much includes uh, the food producing sector, you know, the, the meat packaging plants, the canning factories and so on, unless these continue operating, uh, we could have very, very serious problems. And so Dennis uh, Bernhard has got an excellent article over at The New American. Go check it out. If freedom isn't restored, people will starve. Now, you know, I, I understand viruses can be very deadly. Uh, pandemics and diseases can be very, very deadly. Uh, and if you're very worried about that, then, you know, maybe you're better off staying home. But one thing that I know is that government has killed hundreds of millions of innocent people. And I think government is a much bigger threat than pandemic. So if, if you're you know, an elderly, if you have diabetes, if you're obese, if you have some of the risk factors and you feel like isolating yourself, then you probably should be isolating yourself. But to bring the whole economy to a standstill under the guise of saving us from coronavirus is not sensible. And I think it will cause much more destruction than, uh, than any kind of virus. And we're actually seeing that right now, right? Uh, we've got, uh, I think, 20 to 30 million people have lost their jobs over the last month. Let that sink in. You know, these these are people who now have no way to put food on the table for their family. Uh, these are people who now, many of them feel like they have no purpose in life. These are people who are trapped in their home, uh, who are confused, who are, many of these will get depression. They'll have mental issues. Uh, and, and seriously, this kind of stuff ravages um, the population, in many cases, much more significantly than uh, than what a virus might do. And so we need to be thinking about these types of things. You know, we need to be uh, empathetic with people. And I know, you know, the media is telling us all oh, we need to stay home. We need to do this and that and the other. Um, you know, we need to be always skeptical of what government says, especially when they're talking about some of our fundamental rights, when they're talking about destroying millions of our businesses, when they're talking about uh, tens of millions of us losing our jobs. 
And, uh, you know, it's interesting. Um, a lot of countries are not doing this, right? There's plenty of countries in the world that are not shutting down their economy to deal with the coronavirus. And many of them are doing okay. Uh, Taiwan and South Korea are good examples. Yeah, they, they have policies in place, but they're not shutting down their economy. They're not ordering everybody to stay home. They're not shutting down all non-essential businesses. They're doing things differently. Uh, Sweden, and, you know, if you know me, uh, I, I always call Sweden like the, the Petri dish for the deep state, right? They like to experiment on their policies there. Uh, while we were in Madrid last year, I was there with uh, Brennan from the New American and Debbie Bacigalupi who was working with us. Uh, we had this running joke like, you know, why are there all these kids running around pl protesting climate change in Spain and in, in European countries and in America? But wh why don't we have any in China, right? China produces more CO2 than any place on planet earth and don't get me wrong i love co2 co2 is great it's good for the plants you know we exhale it i encourage everybody to release more co2 but if we're really so concerned about co2 why do we have climate protests in america where co2 emissions by humans are, are dropping like a rock um whereas in communist china where co2 emissions are rising like uh, a volcano we don't have any climate protests and the reason was obvious well because they already have communism and tyranny in china so they don't need climate protests over there whereas in america we don't have those things yet and so that's why they have the dummy children the indoctrinated brainwashed little kids running around protesting for shutting down our economy and that, that actually is, it brings up a whole nother very interesting point. Um, my friend Patrick Wood had a great article posted at Technocracy News uh, about the commonalities between the so-called climate change agenda, the sustainability agenda, and what's coming about as a result of this virus. And um, there is a lot there, right? There's a lot of parallels. A lot of the things that they told us they wanted as a result of uh, you know, man-made global warming and supposedly humans being unsustainable are the very same things that they're pushing now uh, amid this coronavirus scandal. Uh, tomorrow, we'll actually be doing a live stream with Dr. Shiva. You know, I, I always tell people I'm not a medical expert. I don't know much about viruses. Uh, you know, so that, that's not my realm of expertise. But tomorrow, we'll be talking. We'll be live streaming an episode, uh, or not an episode of Behind the Deep State, but another program with Dr. Shiva. Uh, and we'll be getting his opinion. He is an expert on all these things from MIT. Uh, very, very smart man who uh, who really has a, an in-depth understanding of a lot of these issues from a medical and a public health point of view. And so we'll hopefully be able to get uh, get him in the loop on these things and he can give us some of his feedback on how dangerous this virus is as for me i've been hearing different things from different people including medical doctors you know i've had a lot of medical doctors tell me that um no this is way overblown you know it's not any more deadly than the flu and then i've talked to other medical professionals who said no this is really serious these symptoms are very weird uh i think there's a very real prospect that this was actually engineered in a laboratory in communist china in fact this laboratory was actually funded with u.s taxpayer dollars and of course bill gates we all know uh the guy promoting forced vaccinations, the guy who designed this terrible operating system, aka malware, called Microsoft. Of course, he couldn't keep the viruses out of that, but he's going to keep the viruses out of you by shutting down your economy, taking all your money, and taking all your freedom. Right? Sure, if you believe that, I've got really good beachfront property in Nebraska. We can talk after the show. But uh, he is part of the Chinese National Academy of Sciences. Right? And a lot of people don't realize a lot of Americans were helping the communist Chinese develop these viruses. And there's a great documentary out there right now by the Epic Times. Actually, I, I know the, uh, the young man who did it. His name is Joshua Phillip. If you haven't seen that documentary, go watch it. It's on the origins of the CCP virus. Uh, they call it the, the Communist Chinese Party Virus. And I think it's a great title uh, for, the, for this virus. But go watch that documentary. Uh, they interview experts who say that you know this very much appears to have come out of this laboratory in Wuhan. And um, so 
you know, there, there may be something to this. This may be a dangerous virus. But either way, we cannot shut down the economy forever. Millions of people will die. People will starve. Uh, you know, the, the mental health toll. I was glad to see Trump talking about this. You know, a lot of people are going to lose their minds during this. I mean, you, you can only keep people trapped at home for so long before crazy things start happening. And so I do hope people will go and uh, check out all that information. And we've got some really, really great stuff at The New American by Dennis on this uh, general subject, some of the stuff that Bill Gates is pushing. And so uh, on uh, April 11th, uh, Dennis did one on uh, Fauci, the uh, doctor who's always standing next to Trump on these coronaviruses. Does mandatory coronavirus immunity cards under consideration? This is exactly the same kind of garbage that Bill Gates has been pushing that we've talked about in other episodes of Behind the Deep State. Uh, this, you know, ID 2020. Bill Gates, of course, funded this project out of MIT where they were going to uh, use nanoparticles and, and put some sort of invisible tattoo on your skin that would be read by a smartphone to see if you had the vaccine. I mean, this is the kind of tyranny that the establishment, that the deep state is planning for us. And, you know, I, I know if you watch too much television, I, I know there's a lot of you out there, and I've even seen some in the comments, you know, like just mindlessly repeating the same stuff that they're saying on Fox News and CNN. Guys, we got to unplug ourselves from the television. If you're watching the television, now would be a good time to turn it off and throw it away. Okay, it's just garbage. Um, I saw somebody at, at Lou Rockwell talk about, uh, you know, the American people are being trained like seals to just, you know, regurgitate these stupid talking points to each other. We got to flatten the curve. We got to flatten the curve. None of this stuff even makes sense. Guys, think about what you're saying. Don't just mindlessly parrot the stuff that the losers, that the deep state puppets on television are talking about, uh, or you're going to end up helping the deep state promote its agenda. So turn off the TV, get over to thenewamerican.com, and you'll be able to read a lot of stuff. I want to mention another article. Uh, we're probably only going to stay on, guys, for another 10 minutes or so, and I am going to look through for questions and in just a minute. But there's another article that I really want to get to uh, posted at thenewamerican.com. You should go check it out. Um, the United Nations wants 10% of the world's income to fight the coronavirus. And uh, uh, Gordon Brown, the former prime minister of the UK, the guy who was always running around saying, we need a new world order, a new, a new world order. Uh, he said we should have a temporary world government to deal with this coronavirus. Now, uh, a temporary world government will be very much like all the other temporary government programs they start, right? They, they start off as temporary, and then they end up eternal, uh, as Ronald Reagan wants to put it, right? There's nothing closer to eternal life than government programs. Uh, and if we let them set up a global government to supposedly deal with coronavirus, you can be sure they're not going to dismantle it after a coronavirus passes, okay? Don't be foolish, guys. Uh, and so this... Um, head of the United Nations, uh, Secretary General Antonio Guterres. Uh, we've, we've spent a lot of time exposing him at The New American. Um, he is actually, he was the leader of the Socialist International before becoming the leader of the UN. So his job was actually to lead this global alliance of socialist, communist, Marxist, Leninist parties. Uh, many of them have the blood of millions of innocent people on their hands. Uh, and then he moved over to the UN. And now he's saying we need to give him 10% of global GDP, right? 10% of everything that humanity produces in a year needs to be handed over to the United Nations to help protect us from coronavirus. They're also grooming us now to be ready for forced vaccines, to be able to have to carry these, uh, you know, national ID cards. This is the kind of stuff that tyrants dream of and we must resist at all costs. So, uh, I'm going to uh, check out quickly, guys, The uh, see what, what kind of questions we have, if any, and uh, we'll see 
what we're getting in terms of questions. And if I can answer any of them, I will. Uh, Gates will be dealt with in the roundup. Yeah, I, I know a lot of people have been talking about this roundup, right, that, uh, that President Trump is working with uh, people in uh, the military and law enforcement, and that we're going to be seeing uh, pedophiles and elite uh, Satanists and uh, other evildoers rounded up. It actually makes me think of a, a thing I just saw yesterday. Um, it actually, I'll, I'll tell you openly, it brought a lot of joy to my heart. Uh, Steve Bannon, who was a special advisor to President Trump for uh, for the first, I think, couple years of his presidency, he eventually got fired and Trump got really mad at him for talking to some reporters. But um, he just did a, a, a radio interview. I encourage you to check it out if you haven't seen it. Uh, I think it was with um, Raheem Kassam, formerly with, uh, with Breitbart. And uh, he talked about all the people who've been on the payroll of the Communist Party of China, including Henry Kissinger, he called out by name, they're all going to be going down very, very soon. Uh, he says, Henry Kissinger, I do not need to hear from you about the liberal world order. You are guilty, sir. You have blood on your hands. Uh, you have blood on your hands for this. You've been a mouthpiece and the prop of these people from the beginning. You propped up the Chinese Communist Party. And not just that you took the blood money from them, you have been paid for decades by the Chinese Communist Party. And so Steve Bannon said all, all these Wall Street guys that have been selling out America, that have been committing treason against the United States uh, for communist Chinese money, he says they're going to pay. Uh, he says trials are coming up here very, very soon. That will be very, very interesting to see. Now, as for the Q stuff, I'll be honest, I'm a little bit skeptical. You know, whenever somebody tells me I need to trust the plan, I'm always like, mm, let me see this plan. I, I like what Reagan said. You know, we'll trust, but we'll verify first, please. Uh, so I want to see what the plan is before I can trust it. Uh, I do think it would be wonderful if uh, President Trump would take down all these people, but I've been hearing about it for quite a while now. You know, we've been hearing now for how many years that uh, suddenly Hillary Clinton was going to be locked up and Obama and all these other people who've uh, been uh, betraying America, betraying our constitution, betraying our people uh, in the interest of the deep state, the globalists, uh, that they were going to be rounded up. And I haven't seen it yet. So uh, we'll have to see about that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, all these people who've been working with communist China, I think it's time for them to get in some very, very serious trouble. Uh, I'm wondering why I can't see all the comments. It tells me that there's tons, but it's only letting me see um, a few of them. Let me see if I can figure out how to open it up so that I can see all the comments. Hmm. Let's see. Let's see here. So we'll go for another six minutes or so. And I'm really sorry, guys, because I see that a lot of you are commenting, but I haven't been able to. Uh, oh, here's one. Let's see. Okay, so here's a question. Uh, sir, do you think all this situation was created to establish the new world order? Um, excellent question. Thank you. Uh, you know, I can't say that I know either way, but I, I'll say a couple of things that I, I've been persuaded of, and I think these are all interesting. And when you put them all together, it, it certainly suggests something fishy is going on. First of all, <clears throat> uh, to me, it seems very much like this virus was created in a bioweapons lab in China. Whether it was released on purpose or accidentally, I don't know. But it's also very clear that a lot of Americans have been helping the Communist Chinese Party, uh, and very much including the Communist Chinese military, to work on their virology and their bioweapons program. Of course, if you, if you follow the news very closely, you might have realized that they arrested a very, very senior a department head from Harvard University who had been working with China's uh, talents program, been paid about $5 million to help them at this virology laboratory, this weapons laboratory in Wuhan, China. So I think there's a lot going on there. If you've been reading The New American for a lot of years, you know that communist China is basically um, a tentacle of the New World Order agenda. So, uh, you know, when, when the globalists talk about... Um, 
communist China, we really need to understand that they are the ones who created communist China. If you go back far enough in history, you see that uh, it was subversives within the Council on Foreign Relations that handed China to the communists in the first place. People like George Marshall, right? Um, first of all, they, they put an arms embargo on our close ally, Chiang Kai-shek, who fought alongside us in World War II. Uh, then they, uh, they urged him to form a coalition government with Chairman Mao. They made sure that Stalin could get all the Japanese uh, supplies and weaponry at Manchuria so he could pass them on to Mao and his cronies. Uh, the the uh, subversives in the U.S. government have done everything possible to help the Communist Chinese Party uh, seize control of China and then rise to global prominence. And Henry Kissinger, as Steve Bannon pointed out, has been instrumental in all this. Right? He went over there in the 70s. So did David Rockefeller. He wrote in the New York Times uh, in 1973, that uh, communist China had, under Chairman Mao, had the most successful and important uh, social experiment in human history. Okay, yeah, 80 million people died. Yeah, that, that, if, if you think that's a successful experiment, uh, I think you belong either in an insane asylum or a prison, one of the two. You certainly don't belong out on the streets running around with billions of dollars financing uh, you know, every, everything you can think of, promoting tyranny and all the rest of it. Uh, these are very, very dangerous people. So I think it's, it's possible that uh, this, if it wasn't engineered by the deep state, I think it's possible, uh, in fact, I know for a fact that the deep state is weaponizing this and moving their agenda forward on all these different points. So we need to be very, very careful about that. And I think the World Health Organization is, in, in, is an integral part of this, right? One of my most recent articles at the New American was about the head of the World Health Organization, uh, Tedros Gavarisas, I, I don't know how you pronounce his last name. This guy was a Marxist revolutionary, right? He was on the Politburo of a mass murdering Marxist revolutionary party. Um, and he was the right-hand man for a mass-murdering communist dictator. He was persecuting people. Uh, very, very, very bad guy. And so we need to be aware of that. Um, the interview with Dr. Shiva tomorrow, I see another question, I think is going to be uh, 7 p.m. Eastern time. So I hope we'll, we'll, we'll see you there. We're going to be live streaming it uh, through the New Americans Facebook page and other places. So you can check that out. Uh, watch Into the Shadows. Yeah, Out of the Shadows. I just saw that new documentary. It was phenomenal. If you haven't seen that, guys, I recommend you go check it out. It's got like 3 million views in two days. Unbelievable. Yes, Deborah, they have definitely weaponized the mainstream media. No question about it. Uh, I really wonder why I can't see more of the comments, guys. But um, next time we do this, uh, next time we try a, a live uh, stream, I'll make sure that I can check on the questions. Uh, yeah, no no on cashless society or chip, right? Amen, guys. And I think, you know, we've only got a few minutes here, but I, I want to conclude by urging everybody to think about, you know, what is your red line? What is your line in the sand when you say, no, you won't cross that, right? Is it when they come to your house and, and try to forcibly vaccinate you? Is it when they try to forcibly vaccinate your kids at gunpoint? Um, is it when they tell you you can't have church, right? Is it when they tell you that you have to submit to some medical treatment? Is it when they tell you that you have to take a microchip or, or a tattoo on your skin to prove that you have had all the uh, injections that Bill Gates and his globalist comrades think you need to have? Um, think about it now, okay? Because we are now moving very close to a time when all of us are going to be confronted with that stuff if we haven't been already. Uh, they are now coming after our most sacred, our most fundamental rights, right? Our, our right to uh, assemble, our right to uh, worship God, our right to congregate with uh, the body of Christ, our right to keep and bear arms is under threat. Now you have all these uh, left-wing Democrat governors, that, hey, killing your babies, that's essential, right? Planned Parenthood, they get to open and, and they get to continue sucking brains out of unborn children, a bunch of mass murdering butcher barbarians, but oh, gun shops, oh no, that's not essential. Uh, I mean, who do they think they are, right? So we need to be thinking about this, guys. What is it that is going to be for us 
the line where we say no more. You've taken too many liberties. We will go no further on this agenda. So stay tuned, guys. Um, this was our, our uh, weekly episode for Behind the Deep State. It's the first time we've ever done one live, and I'm really sorry I couldn't get more of your questions, guys. I wish I had... Uh, you know, figure this out before, but this is new for us too. So I appreciate uh, everybody who's been watching. Thank you guys. We love you guys. Uh, please help share this information, right? If you haven't been watching our regular videos, you can go back. I think we've done like 45 now on all kinds of topics. And then remember, tomorrow we will also be live streaming with uh, Dr. Shiva. It won't be behind the deep state, but we will be talking about this virus, about what people can do to protect their health, about what uh, measures the government maybe should or should not be considering to help us deal with this. And, um, yeah, if, if and when we do this again, and I think we will, um, you know, I'd love to see you guys there. I'd love to get your questions. Thanks again for watching. And, again, I'm Alex Newman. It's Behind the Deep State. God bless you all. God bless America. Um, you know, let's all be praying for, for the president and for our country. Let's pray that something good would come out of this uh, terrible, uh, insane time that we're in right now. And, again, thank you guys all, and God bless you.